Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of Star Wars Theory. We're going to start a new series here called Star Wars Vehicles. And I think this is something interesting to touch on. So, without further ado, here's the first episode of the series. Slave 1, Boba Fett and Jango Fett's Attack Vessel. Originally, Slave 1 was a prototype police vehicle from the asteroid prison OVO-4. There were only six of the model in the entire galaxy. Like all fire sprays, Slave 1 sat flat on its bottom surface when idle, although during flight the ship rotated 90 degrees to maneuver vertically. Boba later added a unique stabilization system, which always kept the cockpit oriented up. Slave 1 was a well-armed starship, and to keep it from becoming obsolete, it was endlessly modified. It was stolen during the Voza Bounty, near the time of the creation of the Grand Army of the Republic, and the end of Jango's life. While under Jango Fett's ownership, its weaponry included two heavy twin blaster cannons, as well as two rapid-firing laser cannons. Rounding out the ship's armament were two projectile launchers, each holding a magazine of three homing missiles or various other payloads, and a naval mine layer equipped with seismic charges. Slave One also possessed special dummy proton torpedoes mounted with homing beacons and S-thread trackers. By tagging a ship with one of these beacons, Fett could then utilize his contraband holonet transceiver to track ships through hyperspace. That's how he was always tracking Han Solo with the Millennium Falcon. Most of these weapons were hidden beneath the hull. The armor plating would slide away during the ship's attacks. The ship was also outfitted with a sensor array that could detect minute changes to the ship's mass, which would be used to find homing beacons. Django added a Spartan crew quarters since the original fire spray was suited for short-term patrols. On top of all this, Django devoted two-thirds of the entire ship's interior to powerful upgraded Kuat drive engines and power generators, giving Slave One the sublight speed of an Alliance Battle Y-Wing Starfighter. A remarkable feat, which is pretty impressive considering the size and weight of the ship. There was a combination airlock and docking ring behind the cockpit, although this was covered by a sensor dash. After Django's death during the Battle of Genosis, the craft came into possession of his son, Boba Fett, who used it throughout his own bounty hunting career. It was also briefly owned by space pirate Hondo Onaka, before returning to Boba's ownership near the end of the Clone Wars. The ship became well known to the galaxy's fugitives, who recognized it as the ship owned by one of the galaxy's deadliest bounty hunters. During the Galactic Civil War, Boba used Slave One to transport a carbon-frozen Han Solo from Cloud City to Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Originally, it had a blue base instead of the dark red. This was then changed when it came into Onaka's possession. To this day, citizens of the galaxy look to the horizon in wonder if they'll see the ominous double thrusters once again. Thanks so much for watching, guys. I hope you enjoyed this new series. Let me know what you think about it. So, should I continue more, or is it kind of just boring? Anyways, thank you again for watching. Give this a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. And I will see you guys in the next video. May the Force be with you.